Hello, everybody. everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Blurred? What? Is that a new thing? Yeah, relatively. I, it's, it's one of those things that I'm like, do we need this too? <laughs> Black nerd. Are we bleak? Black Are we bleaks? Like, what? Nah. What's up to our sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation? You're listening to Gutter Talk. Gutter Talk. <laughs> and uh, we are here at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in 4456 Main Street, Manayunk, Pennsylvania. Only two of us for this segment of the show. It is... I, Johnny Destructo, and... What's going on? Your man, our son, the voice of reason, a.k.a. Super Triple, a.k.a. The Ran of Steel. What's up? Not much, brother. Uh, so, you had some feelings, thoughts, concerns, emotions about Civil War, which we just saw, obviously, because uh, it just came out. And what what are those? You Yo, that movie's dope. Yeah, it was. It's dope. <laughs> that thing is hot, man. I was watching I went to see it last night. Actually, uh... uh me and my homie would go see that, and yeah, it was a good flick, man. It was a good flick. It was a lot of fun, um, and I might go see it again. I was there was some stuff. My biggest issue with the movie was I want more out of Zemo. Yeah, like when I heard Zemo was in the movie, I'm like in my head, I'm like, oh, purple mask, crazy yeah. fur, yellow, yellow fur around the yeah. top. All right, Helmet Zima. Okay, I, I, I like the I like the way they went with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping he shows up again. It was I, I like the way the movie was put together. There was uh, it, it, it was just dope, man. It was just it was fantastic. I, I I enjoyed all of it. There were there were little things that I was like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Like when uh, and I'm kind of upset they killed off Crossbones. Real quick. Spoiler alert. Oh yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because I, I, but, you know, okay. Just the fact that they spend so much time with that character, yeah, like, you know, yeah. in Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that dude, Romulo. I, I watch Winter Soldier whenever it's on. Because it's the like, best one. Yeah, it's still, still. Yeah. Still the best movie uh, in the whole Marvel franchise. Just, yeah. Just a brilliant movie from top to bottom. And I, I like how much I hate that dude. Mm-hmm. He's just the worst, like, worse than anybody else in that movie. Mm-hmm. Worse than Robert Redford, just he's just a terrible person. Yeah. He's like, oh god, I hate everything about you. The only guy I, I like less than him is the dude that's on his squad the, with the slick back hair. Oh, so, yeah, and who like, just gets his butt kicked. He was the guy that played. Uh, he played uh, KG Beast in Batman Superman. Oh no, shit! Same dude. That was him. Yeah, that, 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 his name. His that that's the name of the KG Beast. Okay, it was that guy. Okay, um, and he's he's another just unlikable bad guy looking dude. You'll never see him play a good guy in any. Right. Yeah. He's, he's just never, the worst looking, yeah. angriest <laughs> dude in the world kind of thing. Uh-huh. So, um, I'm actually he, curious. You're speaking of helmet, uh, Zemo. 
Um, what a what a name, Helmet, Helmet Zemo. Zemo. Yeah, right. uh, you're destined for villainy at that point. I remember all of the backlash back in Iron Man three when the Mandarin was a different character in the Marvel Universe movies than he was in. Mm-hmm. It was fake, you know. Yeah. What I mean, it was a, it was an actor, all that sort of stuff. There doesn't seem to be any backlash to this one though, because it feels like this is just like a dad who's upset. Yeah, well, because Mandarin was a a bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, multi-powered sort of thing. Yeah. And so, because Ben Kingsley wasn't, even though he played the role, mm-hmm. played the role, both roles. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. They'll never see me coming. And you know, him just being an old drunken actor—that yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Um. So you know, I think people wanted oh, ten rings and blah blah blah. And you got just sort of this guy that blew up stuff, and then you know was really drunk. Trevor. Yeah, that's you what got Trevor. Trevor. <laughs> so you, you know you're gonna get that. Um, you, you probably have a few people that are like, I wanted my Zemo with the with the crazy fur around his mm-hmm. wrist. And mm-hmm. I just was just reading rereading the um, the Siege of uh, Avengers Mansion, the Masters of Evil stuff. Okay, yeah. yeah, that was like classic Zemo stuff. This dude has the worst costume in the world. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's purple and yellow. It's kind of pimp, though. It's, it's pimp, but it's, it's pretty pimp. It looks like it was something Prince threw away. <laughs> Even I can't wear this. And yeah. Zemo was like, oh, hey, look at the fur on the wrists. Yeah, and I'll go out in public with uh, assless chaps on. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. But I, even I can't. Yeah, I can't. Even I can't do this. This is terrible. <laughs> um, so because you don't have that big, like, multi-ring power thing, yeah. then, you know, you, I doubt you're going to get as much backlash. Yeah. Um, Plus, I mean, Iron Man has a shortage of classic villains. Yeah. Then one of them is the Mandarin. Yeah. I don't yeah, think anyone's Mandarin's going. Like his dude. I can't wait for Zemo to show up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're just waiting for Zemo. I've been waiting for a Zemo. I, you know what? I'm a Zemo. <laughs> I'm more disappointed in the fact that Red Skull hasn't come back. That's bonkers. To the me. fact that you're three movies in to Captain America. Yeah. And Red Skull was in one for half of it. Mm-hmm. Like I, oh come on, this. I, for me, I think that's probably the biggest flaw in the entire Marvel movie franchise. That the Red Skull isn't like a guy, isn't right. like a, 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 a factor. That's a great point. But I'll tell you what, the fact that it didn't, I didn't even feel it until you just said it can't be that big of a problem for me. Uh, I agree with you. I would like, holy shit, I would love more Red Skull, but I haven't missed him. Yeah, well, the, one, of the things, well thing, yeah, one of the things they've done done well is, you know, use these great villains, but they all get disposed of pretty quickly. Yeah. Which, you know, from a comic book standpoint, you have to find a way to keep bringing them back. Yeah. And, you know, even when they just brought Red Skull back in Uncanny Avengers, which is quite possibly the most ridiculous way to come back ever. Like, he was from the past... And then somehow wound up stealing Charles Xavier's brain. Like, right. That's insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is nuts. But it's <laughs> comic books. You have to accept that some of it's going to be nuts. Yeah. All right, all right, all right fine. A lot uh, of it's going to wind up being, well, fuck it. Yeah. If we, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think that, um, I think with it, from a movie standpoint, them sort of going through these villains as quickly as they have may upset comic book people because they're like, no, this guy always comes back, mm-hmm. um, and so they feel like the villains aren't as as tough as they are in the, in the comics, or whatever. But you know, the the movie audiences are different, mm-hmm. and so you have to 
sort of move on to the next thing and give them something else, yeah. or they're not going to care. Yeah, they're not going to accept it as much. Yeah, yeah. You know, so while I would love to see Red Skull come back somehow, mm -hmm. yeah, all right, get, what, let's see what else you got too. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I mean, especially that character though. He he disappeared with the cosmic cube or something, right? Like he got zapped up yeah. into heaven or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like it wasn't. I mean, and I, you know what? If he comes back three movies later in like you know Infinity War two, mm -hmm. fine. Yep. Okay, you know they've got a secret clause somewhere that only Hugo Weaving and the Russo brothers know about. That like yeah. they're the only ones know it exists. Okay, sure, yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. That's fine. And if not, you know they've they've done they've done great so far. Mm -hmm. So you know, let's see what else you got. But I personally, for as a Cap guy for a very long time, some of my favorite stuff is Cap Red Skull stuff. Yeah. So I uh, I would like to see him. Show I was him. never really a Cap guy, and the only time I think I became a Cap guy is when Walker became Cap. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, that there was like a sociopath or a psychopath, basically, and just became Captain America and then started murdering folks. But the funny part about it is the Red Skull was behind all that too. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. That was he was behind was all that? that. That was the 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 Captain trade. It was three fifty. Three fifty. Three hundred was where he died. That's so good. And then you know by three fifty, you know he was back and had been you know running stuff forever and in the clone of Cap's body. Oh, so good. Damn it. Yeah. Who that was that? Uh, who drew that? Was that um, Ron Lim? No, that was before Lim. That was uh oh god, what is that guy's name? Was that the guy who did all of the GI Joe covers? No, maybe was it Lim? No, it was before Lim. Editor's note: the artist I was thinking of is Kieran Dwyer. Kieran Dwyer did uh, issue three fifty on the cover and uh, Al Milgram on inks. Oh, that's gonna that's gonna mess with me for a minute. Do you have the Captain around here? No. As we look around, John, nobody nobody buys Captain America. For oh, some dude, I, you're missing out, man. I'll you're tell you what. Out. Speaking of Cap, though, did you read uh, Sam Wilson Cap, uh, the first trade, Hydra Ascendant? Yeah. Stuart Immonen? Yeah. Bonkers. Yeah. So good. Very good stuff. So good. Very very good stuff. I. And Helmet was in that. Yeah. Yeah. I wish they would. Just keep going with this stuff as opposed to a new number one every 15 drives minutes. Me, drives me nuts, man. Um, I hate it. But, it drives but, sales, but it drives me nuts. But it's, uh, yeah, as a Captain American guy, give me, give me a little bit, just a little bit more Red Skull. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit. Yeah, I've seen, you know, you've seen Loki in five movies. Yeah. And I'm also a Thor guy, so yeah, give me all the Loki you want. Mm-hmm. But I need some more Red Skull. Please? I, he was a little red. The skull he was a little too red. It was very red. And he looked a little too clean. I kind of wanted more Brian Hitch gross skull. Okay, all right, very, I see that. All right. shiny and polished and well, red. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Play-Doh looking. Yeah, it looked like his skull looked like his actual red skull because mm -hmm. later on, the, you know, the, he, was, he used to be just a guy in a mask. Yeah. So this looked like a guy in a mask that actually had a red skull. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It looked like he made his skull look like the mask, which is kind of a weird thing to do. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah, I give me give me more of that. Give yeah. Me, I'll, take, I'll take more of that all day. So I took us off the rails. We were talking about Zemo and the villain. Yeah, and I, and I liked him. Mm -hmm. I I I think he was a bit above his pay grade, though. The actor? No. Um, I think he was able to pull off a lot of stuff. Oh, I see. That. You wouldn't expect special service, special forces guy to do. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, it was cool. He was very, very cool. Yeah. But uh, I, obviously, he did a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Did a lot of research, which I, you know, good. More power to you. I'm glad you. Did. But he just he he came out of nowhere and was like, "All right, I'm gonna work the whole world against itself." Mm-hmm. Like, all right, sure, do it. I Why can't not? help but think though of his plan, which again, like most supervillain plans in films, tend to rely heavily on happenstance and coincidence like all right so i'm gonna make all these these guys are gonna hate each other and they're gonna fight and then i'm gonna make them think that there's all these other uh winter soldiers but when they get there i'm just gonna they're gonna be dead right and then i'm gonna show them the video of the winter soldier killing iron man's parents i sure hope that captain america and iron man and the winter soldier all show up so that they can have this fight and I just picture him just sitting there, like, reading a Playboy, just, like, waiting for them to show up. <laughs> like, how long was he at that fortress just kind of hoping they show up? Um, yeah. 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 Uh, and, 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 again, it's one of those things, I don't care, they showed up and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, but, like, but, again, it's, it's one of those things when, uh, I've always told people, as soon as you step through this door, i.e. the door of Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex, <laughs> Um, you have to let a lot of that stuff I go. I know, I do. And, and as soon as you sat down for that movie, you have to let a lot of that stuff go and just assume it's going to happen the way he thinks it's going to happen because yeah. he's Zemo. He, he's thought about this stuff. He's been doing the planning. Um, and 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 the, the great part is he knew he was you know six steps ahead of everybody. Yeah. like, yeah, they'll, they'll be here eventually. No, they'll yeah. get all of this stuff. I, no, do, I wish I brought some takeout. Yeah, right? I, I do wish he had... Disposed of the body better. Which body? The psychiatrist. Oh right. Here's his. Well, he, but he called it. Well, oh wait. Is this the guy who's in the tub? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, so he, he wants call to be yeah, found. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, calls he the called, lady yeah. to ask for yeah, the bacon. Right, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah okay. Just so she okay. finds it. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's right. I forgot about that. Part of the plan. Um. Yeah. So yeah. So I, my bad. I forgot all about that. Yeah. He was he was that many steps ahead of everybody, mm-hmm. and. By now, but I suppose it's sort of the nature of comic book villainy. The main reason that the good guys win is because as far ahead as the bad guys usually get, you know, if you, you, you watch The Incredibles, as soon as you stop the monologue, man, mm-hmm. you're going yeah. you're gonna, to you're gonna cause yourself problems. You um, caught me monologuing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a great bit. But yeah, I, I, I watched the movie and, you know, laughed at, at bits that, only I got, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, some of the people around me, I'm cracking up at just little random things. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the arrow thing, when when uh, uh, when Hawkeye shoots Iron Man, uh, shoots uh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man on the arrow. Like, for me, that was like, yes! Yeah. This is the greatest thing ever! And it was cool looking for people, but that took me back to Avengers was 183, maybe? I forget what it was what the number of it was, 138, something like that. Yeah. With, with Ant-Man on the cover on Hawkeye's Just arrow. holding on like, to the that arrow. That was great. That, you so know, great. Spider-Man was awesome. I think a buddy of mine, actually, because I posted something about it today, and a buddy of mine, uh, my man Adam, was saying that like he felt like Spider-Man was forced, and I see the point. Yeah, I get it. I see it. But it was still cool, yeah. so I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. eh, sure. Why yeah. not? I don't care. Yeah. Give, give it to me. The fact that Tony Stark would just seek this kid out in the middle of all this hoopla, who's un yeah has never you know he doesn't know his exact level of skill or the way he can handle himself and just throws him into this fight, 
Yeah, here's that, a costume, kid. Yeah, that was a bit much. But you know, the idea that uh, my man, my man Kmass responds and was like, he knew he he needed somebody that would be able to subdue, mm-hmm. and so the 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 ability of the webbing to subdue, yeah, helped. Yeah, that's okay, right. cool. Stay far. That's it's a, he even says. Yeah. Stay yeah. far away and and you you know strike from a distance yeah. and use the webs. Yeah. And so that's a good you know, point. Which is, you know, which is one of the reasons why I put this stuff out there to get different points of view from people. Yeah. And so you know, those two guys uh, kind of helped me out with this whole thing. I'm stuck right now on Tony. Okay. I've never been a Tony Stark fan. Uh, I, I'm I a Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, fan. yeah. Robert Downey Jr. plays the shit out of Tony Stark. Yes. Um, most of his motivations for me are suspect to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a you know part of his a lot of his own paranoia, and that sort of thing, which I get, and I saw I saw his point of view on this. Um, but I always have been and always will be Team Cap. Don't oh, yeah. Um, even more so because as, as you're watching the, when they're doing they're showing the footage in the beginning and they're like uh, New York, Washington Sokovia. DC, Sokovia. Well, yeah, if. Hulk and the rest of them hadn't been there in New York, either the entire planet would have died, mm-hmm. or at the very least, New York would have been destroyed by a nuke. Right. Uh, Washington, D.C. Well, you know, if they don't destroy the helicarriers and they don't crash into the, the river and such, the helicarriers get, go in the air and kill 20 million people. Yeah. You have to have, you have this idea that, you know, they're all of a sudden concerned about what's going on well where was this concern when when Hulk and Abomination destroyed Harlem right eh it's Harlem who cares oh my god uh that's that's how that's what uh, that was that was my feeling yeah yeah like well Manhattan is one thing Mm -hmm. they were in Manhattan eh it's Harlem um the other thing that struck me with Tony with all the things you've seen to not understand that regardless of the crime that regardless of the fact that it was Bucky's hand that killed his parents the fact that he was not in control Mm -hmm. if that doesn't make you stand down on the word of, of a guy that's your friend of a guy that will that is going to stand by this guy, I uh, Captain America. It's going to stand by this guy. Like, look, yes, this is what happened, and I didn't tell you because I was afraid of how you would react. And then you react in that very way. Mm-hmm. From a movie standpoint, I get it. It makes it, it makes sense, and it, it carries the movie along. Mm-hmm. I want Tony Stark to be smarter, but he's not. He thinks he's smart, and he's very exactly. smart. Yeah, yeah, that's smart. what I'm saying. It carries the movie along. Yeah. It certainly carries the movie along. Mm-hmm. You also have to consider, because I was wondering this myself. Like, you know it's not, it wasn't Bucky. You know Bucky, yeah. like, it wasn't in his right mind. He yeah. was being used and, you know, psychologically manipulated, blah, blah, blah. Um, but you also have to consider the escalation of events that have been going on. He's feeling fractured. He um, had all of the PTSD from dying. And uh, then, ha- which I love that they deal with that, first yeah. of all, in yeah, 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 yeah. one yeah. of my favorite Marvel movies. Um, and the fact that he, you know, he tried to let go of it by destroying all of his, um, 
uh, destroying all of his armor, and then kept building armor anyway, and then created Ultron, which then tried to murder everybody. Yeah. And then now he's realizing, okay, well, he, he's laden with all this guilt, and that's why he's finally starting to understand the Sokovia... Accords. Accords, thank you. Uh, and all that sort of stuff. So I, I follow him as a character that way, and then to... You know, he's fighting with all of his friends, his best friend, Captain America, throughout this entire film, and that has everything ratcheted up to the nth degree. And now to find out on the cusp of, like, finally uh, agreeing or at least coming to some sort of resolution that this dude murdered your parents. This, you know, Bucky has been stressed for him all along. He's never liked him. He's, you know, he's always thought him, you know, trouble, because he was, because he yeah. was trying to murder everybody. So, like, and then for him to find out that he was the guy who single-handedly murdered your parents. And it was even more, uh, God, it was rougher for me when Bucky took his human hand mm -hmm. and strangled his mother to death. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even, like, his cyborg hand. I realize there's no real difference there. Yeah. But when I saw it, I was like, ooh. Yeah. Ah. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I get why he would all of a sudden flip out. Like, he wasn't in his right mind. He was at his wit's end. Okay. Him. All right. Fine. Yeah. Fine. That's the way I take it. Fine. And I would, I would imagine that most people would agree with that. Mm -hmm. Now, let's assume mm -hmm. you watch your mother and father get murdered. Let's assume the last word you hear from your father <laughs> is your mother's name. Here we go. Yeah. If, with all of the, the weight of... You know, everything that's going on and knowing everything that Tony Stark knows about Bucky and all of that. If it's reasonable that seeing Bucky murder his parents. Yeah. Knowing that he wasn't in his right mind and all that other stuff. If it's reasonable that a smart man, a very, very smart man that understands that there are things greater than him going on. Mm -hmm. Will see that knowing everything he knows and still continue. Mm -hmm. Is it that much less reasonable? That a smart man, like Bruce Wayne, <laughs> yep. will hear the same word, the same last name, the same name that he heard from his father, the last word he heard from his father, from a from a person he's about to kill, from something he's about to kill that he doesn't even assume is a person, mm -hmm. hear that same name, and not pause for a second. Right. If both are to be assumed, then shut the fuck up. <laughs> there it is. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Full circle. Um, I love this movie. I yeah. loved Winter Soldier. Or uh, Civil War. It yeah. was hot from, from, from start to finish. Yes. Um, I, I heard that you know the, the pacing was better. Well, there was a lot more conflict. Yeah. Much more conflict. Sure. There was like three minutes in this movie where somebody wasn't punching somebody. Right. Which was all... Vision and Scarlet Witch. Yo. That was cute. Yep. The whole thing was very cute. Um, I, I, especially Vision and Turtleneck, or in V-neck sweater. Yes. <laughs> Yo, he was pimp. He yeah. was he pimp yeah. the whole time with his little collar up as though. Yeah. He comes through the wall, and he's like, well, I assume the door was open. So oh, I love that bit. That was great. Oh, I forgot that about great. that. Yeah. Paul Bettany. The door is open. Why do you care if I come through the wall? Paul Bettany yeah. used that work. Yeah, he's uh, great. And, and I really, I knew his name, but really didn't know much oh. stuff he was in. I've been following him that for a while. That dude is that work. And apparently he was on a phone call with somebody, and I'm not sure the exacts about this. He was on the phone with somebody telling them, telling Paul Bettany that he was never, he was never going to make it. He was never going to work in Hollywood as a, you know, a famous actor or whatever. And he had been doing the voiceovers for Jarvis. And then the next call he got was, I think, asking him to play Vision 
in the Avengers, or in, uh, what was it? Was it Avengers 2, right? Age of Ultron? Yeah. yeah. So that was a nice little story, too, to hear. Yeah, yeah. he was, he was, he's yeah. that dude, man. I am, I am a fan of some vision. Yeah. Not to mention the fact, um, I, it, I liked, there's a, a, a little subplot that you may not really get mm-hmm. when he's, uh, when they're talking about what happened with War Machine. And Tony's asked him, you know, like, you know, you know, what happened? And he's like, I don't know. Like, oh, you right. see him starting to develop feelings. Mm-hmm. And he obviously has feelings for Wanda. And, you know, that whole thing sort of brewing in the background. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Um, and you see him at the end when he's, like, sitting there with the chessboard. Yeah. And they don't mention it. You, you can barely tell. But you see it like he's like, what the hell is going on with me? Yeah. What's going on in my head? Why was I so off? Like, mm-hmm. it's brilliant Becoming stuff. human. You know right. what I mean? And I think, I think so much of that was, it was set up well, and I'm hoping it's, it comes up again. Yeah. And doesn't, it isn't just sort of left by the wayside. I don't was, think so. It was great, I don't great think so. Stuff. There was a lot of work put into that. It was um, great, great stuff. Um, and Tony Stank was lying to the movie. Tony Stank. Tony Stank. Pretty funny. That's good stuff. I'm waiting for a Tony Stank t-shirt. I'm sure someone's going to do it. Yeah, Stank Enterprises or some such madness yeah, like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, overall, man, this was, this was a good flick. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a lot of energy behind it. Uh, there wasn't a moment where I was bored. Um, it introduced some new characters that I've been looking forward to seeing. I'm looking forward to their movies. Uh, but again, Winter Soldiers, I think, take still top... Top Marvel, yeah, top yeah. Marvel movie. Yeah, Winter Soldier still just, just a just a great movie. Yeah. But I, I think the thing that worked the best about Winter Soldier is that it didn't have as much stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't have Giant Man and you know Vision doing his thing, and it just had you know Cap Falcon, Widow, Bucky Widow. Yeah, just you know kick ass when they when they needed to, and mm-hmm. just sort of. Doing things. Yeah. Like, freaking Armin Zola as a giant room with a computer. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. I would love to see him show up as, like, the guy with the head in his yeah. chest and all yeah. that stuff. If not, it, okay, that's yeah. fine. I was impressed that they went that far. Like, yeah. when we got to that scene in the movie, I was in the theater, and I was like, oh, it's this now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, when it starts, I was like, is that? Because I remember when they mentioned him in, in uh, First Avenger, I was like, that's Zola? Okay. Yeah. And I was like... They put, oh my god, Zola's a MacBook or yeah, something crazy. It's like, oh man, alright, cool. So I, I think, I, I guess getting, you know, taking that back to Zemo, mm-hmm. they took both of those characters and scaled them down yeah. and made them work within the context of, of this movie universe. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I guess it works a little bit better for me. Mm-hmm. I still think uh, Zemo was a bit above his pay grade and the stuff he was able to pull off. Yeah. But, alright, um, I would have liked... Some mention of the raft before that, too. Oh, see, I like that it showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, just like, whoa, uh, okay. And, but is there anybody else in there? Right, except for uh, good guys? Yeah, yeah, like, so you built this thing and it was just chilling underwater, like, yeah. eh, we'll get to it. We'll put somebody in here eventually. Yeah. If they don't keep killing everybody off. Who's, who's alive, though, to put in it? Exactly. They kill. They kill everybody. Exactly. That's that's my issue. Like, yeah. all right. So you have this multi-gillion-dollar f- thing, yeah. and it's not like it. 
was it didn't say where it was uh-huh. so it's just out there in the midst of the thing Ocean. that somebody built and there it is and yeah. where, where are we gonna put this thing like once it was done yeah. when they had the, the ribbon what? cutting ceremony it was very very finding Nemo at the yeah. end yeah. now what yeah <laughs> there's a oh no I like the dudes who work there that's gotta suck just doopadoo <sighs> yeah Oh, wait, did, there was an Ultron battle? All right, we're good. Uh, no, he's dead. All right. Loki, wait, wait. Stop too. Okay. Um, any of those Jadari left? Can we put those? Uh, <laughs> Jadari. All dead. Um, <laughs> what, what are we going to do? Yeah. Yeah, just, they just run drills all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Just yeah. lots of drills. Oh, and amazing. then they're like, all right, whatever. Well, we got some good guys we could put in it, I guess. All right, fine, put them in there. I put Hawkeye in there. Oh, I also like. There's like little moments in Civil War that I like so much with um, uh, Ant Man. Oh, like, you know, if you if you do this, you're going to be a wanted man. He goes, "Well, it's new." Yeah, right. All right. <laughs> what was it? Thanks for Thanks thanking, for thanking me? me. Yeah. He's so <laughs> I hope he did that on purpose. Yeah. I hope he just did that, and everybody on set lost their teeth. They're like, ah! yeah. and cut, cut, cut. Yeah. All right, do that again. Do it again. Yeah, do it yeah, again. That was yeah. great. That was great. I I'm shaking your hand too long. Yeah. This is high. <laughs> Spidey was great. Oh, the, the speaking of, you wanted to talk about New York, so here's a great segue. Um, Captain America and Spider Man in um, their final, I guess, back and forth. Spider Man's there holding whatever it is he's holding, and uh, Cap goes, "Got heart, kid. Where are you from? Oh, Queens, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah just walks away. Yeah, that was great. That was great. That was a lot of fun. All right, so you had a revelation. I did. So in the last few years uh, in the midst of this whole, you know, superhero movie explosion and, you know, the the birth of the Marvel, uh, Marvel Universe and so on and so forth. There's been some very, very cool stuff that Marvel and DC have been doing and it's all, you know, for the most part, there's something in it for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. As a Superman guy, you know, if, you know, you put a gun to my head, obviously I'm going to say Superman above all. Um, but I've been comics deep for 30 plus years. Um, the only books that I ever had subscriptions to were Thor and Captain America. Oh. Yeah, those were the only ones that ever came to the house. Me and my brother had subscriptions. He used to get Avengers and X-Men, and I would get Thor and Captain America. That is surprising to me. Yeah. Um, Did DC not have a subscription service? I don't know. I, 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 it, was, it, was, it wasn't something I looked into. Okay. Um, but I, I, got onto the, I got into the subscription service with Marvel because of Thor. Uh, I had like a couple of Thor and Cat books, but there was a it was uh, the first appearance of Beta Ray Bill. I had to know what was next, right? I had a, a quick aside. I had a subscription through Marvel as well during the sort of Mark Bagley Amazing Spider-Man years yeah. for like a year yeah. there, uh, starting with like Round Robin and all that. Mm-hmm. And even as a kid, and I wasn't big into bagging and boarding my books or like making sure my books looked great, uh, but they came in just a plastic just, sheet. Yeah. And they were rolled all the yeah, hell. Yeah, the mailman would just jam them things into the yeah. mailbox. You're like, oh, come on, it was dude. All bent Can to I, hell? Oh, yeah. They, they, mine used to come just wrapped in like brown paper. Oh, okay. And mine was you clear. You just slide it out of there. Yeah. It, oh. was, it was ridiculous. Anyway, okay. So, um, 
I'm also a big sports guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Philly sports to the death. Uh, and I've come to this sort of conclusion that right now, that being at uh, probably about a 65-35 DC guy or Marvel guy mm-hmm. is like being a Philly cat. Okay. Um, I've been, you know, I've been Philly my whole life. Moved a couple times, but I always come back. Right now, it feels like Marvel Marvel Comics is New York. And everybody is just on its sack. <laughs> just, like, you, there's no wrong, and it's the greatest thing in the world. And, you know, um, I can't wait for the new Howard the Duck book, even though it fucking sucks. And I can't wait for the new Squirrel Girl book, even though it fucking sucks. And I can't wait for... Deadpool wipes his ass, the miniseries, mm. even though it's going to be fucking stupid. It, it, it feels as though there can be no wrong mm-hmm. from for a lot of people. Um, and at the same time, it's like, if you're not, if you haven't read any of Jeff Johns' Aquaman, I don't want to hear you talking about comics, about how bad comic books are, how bad DC, what DC mm-hmm. is doing, is, because the book is just fucking good. It was if awesome. you haven't read any of Robin's Son of Batman... That book is so much fun. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't read it, like, don't talk to me. Like, I actually prefer the Batman and Robin stuff. Exactly. The Batman, that Batman and Robin Tomasi. was is brilliant. And Peter Tomasi, in my opinion, is one of the best in the game right now. That dude is amazing. Yep. And he's putting out his own book called House of Penance, which is like a historical horror book. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. And which I, ordinarily I wouldn't give a shit about, but I like Peter Tomasi. Yep. And I'll, I'll, I'll give that a read. It, it feels like if you're a DCI quote-unquote, right now, it, it feels very much like being a, a Philly guy. Like, yeah, you know, you don't have any rings, or, you know, you guys booed Santa Claus, or whatever. Like, you don't know anything about my fucking town. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, come here and experience it before you talk shit about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, go to New York and recognize that there are there's too much traffic and too many douchebags and too much just bullshit in the midst of all the very cool that there is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so right now, like, I, I, feel, I find myself defending DC Comics like I defend Philly from his detractors because I just don't think people know enough. Mm-hmm. Um, if you come hang out in Philly, you will always find something awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you stop listening to you know your three jackass friends that have seen all the Marvel movies and maybe read uh, the first five issues of Guardians of the Galaxy right after the movie came out and then walked away from it, mm-hmm. uh, go 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 get uh, Batman Eternal. Mm-hmm. Give it a read; it's fantastic stuff. Go pick up the Superman Unchained trade; it's amazing stuff. Scott Snyder was on his ball on the ball, and it should have went longer. Thanks, Jim Lee. Um, oh, did it get cut? Yeah, it was only nine issues. But oh. it, that was supposed to be an ongoing series. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, Superman Unchained was supposed to be an ongoing series. Oh, shit. But it just takes Jim Lee too long to draw everything. Yeah, it does. Um, which, and beautiful. I get it because he's in the midst of, you know, being of a... Running the community. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. Like, and so it feels to me like, like Marvel could put out, like I said, you know, Deadpool blows his nose mm-hmm. and 15 people would come in looking for that book and I'd be like, are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. As opposed to the the Cyborg book. Well, that Cyborg call. book is fantastic. Yep. It's very, very cool. Yep. 
but it's not going to get a shot. And I, I, you know, being a being a Philly cat, I, I I'm standing up for the the cats that have been doing it the longest. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the best. I'm never going to say that because there is some shit, some amazing shit that they put out. Both companies, and I feel like it's. It's way too easy for people to just be like, well, they made great movies, so everything they do is great. Mm-hmm. And not even give it give give a shot to what mm-hmm. what DC is doing. And I think I think people are missing out on some great stuff. And I think they're supporting some just bullshit, man. <laughs> just some Well, I'm sort of I'll say I'm 60/40 Marvel to DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to be mostly uh, Marvel. But as I've grown up, I appreciate... Everyone asks me, are you a Marvel or DC? I'm like, I'm both. Yeah. I like comics, yeah. man. Whatever. Exactly. Um, but I will say that I'm enjoying more Marvel books now than I am DC books. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe five years ago, it was mostly DC I was reading with like a couple of D- Marvel stragglers in there. Mm-hmm. But the New 52 has been winding down for me for a while. Yeah. Um, so I, there are, I want to be reading more DC books, but I just don't care. Like, I'll pick them up and I just don't. Green Lantern, used to love it. Don't care. Flash, he's my guy. Don't care. Oh, my God. Did you see the last episode of Flash? No. Oh, my God. The last episode of Flash is awesome. Oh, my God. I was crying. Ah. Literally in tears. Nice. For several different reasons. Actual human I'll, t- I'll tell you about it after, after, after yeah. you see it. Um, I'm very excited. Um, I love that show. Yeah. Uh, and they've been also DC's been killing it on television. Yeah. More so than Marvel has. Yeah. Well, except for Netflix. Oh, those those are good. Um, but yeah, I can't. Really but that's the thing. It, you know, they're both doing great TV stuff. Yeah. They're doing great TV stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I, I from on an, from an animated standpoint, it's not even close. But Marvel, do they have any animated? Stuff? Exactly. Nah. There, there are a DC couple always of kicks ass on. Yeah, the so I, again, it's like you know, the animated stuff is the cheesesteak, in my Philly analogy. Mm-hmm. Like you know, oh well, they got cheesesteaks, so that's got oh okay yeah, there, but there's way more to yeah, it than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and the cheesesteaks are all Batman flavored. Jesus, <laughs> that's that's a good point. All Batman flavored. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to Rebirth. I think maybe you're gonna. Feel a lot more love your way, DC way, when Rebirth hits. I'm hoping, even though people are already hating on it for no reason. Yeah, exactly. Other than, I mean, I do understand New 52 was like six years ago, and now we're doing another, I don't, it's not a reboot. I don't know what it is. Um, shift in course, maybe? But I think that's to make the fans happier. I don't think it's, I yeah. think they're realizing yeah. that, like, maybe. Yeah, I, I, and it's, a, it's, a, it's one of those things where. Outside of outside of the comic book store, when uh, after Onslaught happened and Heroes Reborn and all that oh, shit, gosh, even even the fans, you know, even the the, the, the regular comic book people bought all of that shit. Mm-hmm. They bought all of it. That horrible Captain America book. The, the Fantastic Four wasn't bad. What what round what what era are we talking about here? Nineties. Yeah. Remember the it was Cap after Reborn. Yeah. No no no, no. when. Not when they, not Heroes Return. Okay. Heroes Were Born. It was Cap, Iron Man, Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four, and Avengers. Yeah. That was most of it was rough. Yeah, most of it was Ugh. fucking terrible. Yeah. But everybody bought it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was still style over substance. It was that whole nineties bullshit. And you know, you, there are still people that will stand by it. Oh, they're wrong. That's terrible. That was terrible. And there are people who still think that um you know, some of the early the Spider Man stuff, like the 
John Byrne Spider-Man Chapter One. Ooh. That and I'm the Spidey guy, man. Yeah. I I can't stop buying it. Like I I, I yeah. stick on no matter what. Yeah. And that that was a rough time for me. Yeah. But I, I just I think it's too easy for people to hate, and way too easy for you to 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 just not accept you know something that's not your thing yeah. like if it's not my guy i don't want to read it yeah well all right then, then just don't then read shut it. up about the rest of it yeah like i don't need to hear your fucking mouth mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna go home and and read black panther and read ultimates and read thor and read captain america and read spider-man mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna read superman and then i'm gonna read yeah. cyborg and then i'm gonna read flash and I, I, I feel like if you're not willing to come into this space mm-hmm. and not just sort of, this is my thing mm-hmm. and everything else sucks, then I don't, I, then go somewhere else, man. Mm-hmm. Go somewhere with that bullshit. Yeah. That shit's driving me nuts. And, you know, like I said, this is a, it, it's a very Philly thing for me. Like, if you want to come here and, you know, or be out there in the, in the world shitting on my town, Go for it. I'm, I'm going to do, I, you know, we're still going to do us. Yeah. And at the end of the day, started doing it before you started it, and we'll probably wind up doing it better. That's Philly for me. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. Um, so that's my rant for the week. Well done, sir. What what uh, what are you looking for most with uh, Rebirth? Um, uh, I want to see what's going to happen with with all of the Superman stuff they're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, with New Fifty Two Superman supposedly dying. That's another thing. Like, it's, it's fucking Superman. It's the same dude. Stop it. The whole he's the he's a mean. Superman. No, he's not. Read some no, of the books. He's not mean. Read some of the books. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, he wasn't his. Uh, like, nah, nah. Read the books. I think I think what it is is the relationships he's built. I think it's the fact that he's with Wonder Woman instead of Lois Lane, and you know what I mean. Um, I Read the books. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Detective Comics with Batman, Ro- Red Robin, Spoiler, and Clayface. What? Yeah. On the t- he's like a on the team. Yeah. He's hanging out. Yeah. Weird. Exactly. All right, I'm in. Yeah, you know, give me that. Give Reminds me. me of when Sandman... It was with the Avengers. Right. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, every now and again, you know, some of these guys would be like, you know what, I'm tired of getting my ass kicked. Yeah. Maybe I should try something else. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Let's see what happens with that. No, that's um, not the one with Gotham. There's, like, a duo of, like, their name is Gotham or something. And no, that's, like, uh, uh, maybe... Is that just Batman? I think that might be Batman. Ah, I do yeah, not I think care that's about Batman. that. I think that's Batman. Um, but it's it's Tom King, so I, I I like that dude. I like I like the way I like his writing. So I, I'll give that a who, shot. What's he writing? Um, Why do I know him? Wasn't he doing Grayson? He did Grayson. What? Oh, I couldn't I couldn't do Grayson. Oh, dude, I love that book. Uh, yeah, I love. I it. just like Nightwing, and I like Robins. Yeah. Robins and Nightwing. New Nightwing book coming out. Uh, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Uh, I want to see where the the Titan stuff goes. I'm, um, I'm ex- strangely excited for Super Sons. Yes. I can't wait for that, dude. Yeah. I cannot wait for for Damian and, and John Ken together. That's uh-huh. going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. The, the new Flash book is introducing new speedsters. Uh. So I want to see where that goes. I remember the name of the speedster. It Godspeed. Was awful. Oh, is that see Godspeed? I Godspeed. Like. Yeah. But there was another one that I remember the name of. But yeah, that was yeah. Rough. Godspeed's the one I'm, I'm looking forward to. I'm I want to see where this stuff goes. Yeah. 
in the Titans. Yeah, the Titans. yeah. I love. Yeah, his little his little bolt his, yeah. his little bolt in his cut. Like, of course. That's um, amazing. I I, I want to see Damien running that Titans team. That's going to be amazing. Yeah. Well, they did that with Jeff Johns was writing the Titans, didn't they? He showed up in the team, but he wasn't running it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, what an asshole! That kid's yeah. such an asshole. He is such a dick. He's yeah. such a dick. But I, I want to see, yeah. you know, I, I want to see how it goes. And the, I, I, more than anything, I trust Jeff Johns. Yeah. You know, Jeff Johns has given me some of the best comic moments of my life. So, mm-hmm. all right, let, let's see where this guy. Let's see, see, you know, see what he does next. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm really excited for for the whole thing. Um, the new Birds of Prey book. Oh, yeah. Give me that. Yeah. Yeah, all right, cool. Back on the Birds of Prey, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I Oh, my God, we're back for part two. Part two. <laughs> Part two of Gutter Talk. Gutter Talk! There it is. That's way better than part two! Uh, we are here again with Tim from last week. It's about time. And Len, a.k.a. the Betribble. The Betribble, right? Bet- is that how you pronounce Betribble. it? There he is. He seems to take it. Holler at your boy. Uh, we are uh, here again, and we have a tweet. So, uh, last week, uh, I did Tim a little dirty. Uh, afterwards, we were supposed to... During the show, he mentioned... I like it when he's dirty. Shut up, disgusting. <laughs> uh, so he had mentioned that we were going to be going to see Civil War, and I was a jerk and called him out live on the show and uh, said, well, you kind of you kind of effed us in the B there by accidentally getting the wrong tickets for the wrong night. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I said, if you, listener... Have a Tim who has failed you? <laughs> feel free to tweet at us hashtag TimFail. Yeah. Now, Kirker Berserker at a underscore OK42 replied with his Tim Fail. Age 19, my first apartment. Been living there for a year. Was raided by the police. Door busted down. Guns in my face. And my chihuahua kicked by a cop because a guy named Tim had lived there years before, <laughs> and was wanted for kidnapping, hashtag tinfail. <laughs> now that's some pretty fucked up shit. That, uh, that went a little farther than I thought it would. But All right. I don't know if it's as bad as, like, getting tickets for the wrong night. Did you, did you tell them how the rest of the evening went? We had drinks. And, On and Tim. Thank you. Tim paid for I our believe drink. there was a key element there that was I important. had a lovely... Uh, Pineapple-infused martini. He is such a girl. (laughs) (laughs) The second he started it with lovely, I was like... (laughs) I, on the other hand, was drinking bourbon. Uh, so thank you yes. so much for we, that we was quite him. a story. Isn't that great? <laughs> he put it all in two tweets. It wow, longer than, that's that yeah. did feel yeah. longer than that. A and, lot of stuff happened. Yeah, right. Thanks, Tim. Um, I mean, that's what he said. I mean, thanks, Tim. <laughs> kidnapping somebody and blaming it on me, I guess. Bastard. Um, so let's see. We also have an email. Yeah, I have the email up. You, you want to? Sure. Go for it. Uh, so Len Johnny. 
I listened to the latest episode of Gutter Talk and was thinking of your apologist explanation of the portrayal of Superman in Batman vs. Superman. I didn't think it was apologist, but... Yeah, I think that's a bit of a backhand. That's fine. Um, I'm sure by now you all have seen Civil War, just like Ben Affleck obviously has, and are acutely aware why Civil War succeeds where Batman vs. Superman falls flat. The characters in Civil War are people who just happen to be superheroes. Their beef was personal and real. It's like if the Black Tribbles had a falling out over a difference of opinion. Somebody bodied Arson's dad and you disagree how to handle it. Even worse, your boy who you thought was your man turns out to be the liar and withholding information that you deserve to know. That's a real reason for conflict and it leads to real characterization. This movie was so deep and so complicated in the end, there was no true villain, no plot to end the world, no doomsday mindlessly destroying the city. It was two friends, both hurt and betrayed, beating the shit out of each other. (laughs) And in the end, like real people realize in a dispute, I see where you were right and I was wrong. You are still my boy, but we just aren't cool like that anymore. That was real. In comparison, (laughs) Batman versus Superman was fake, phony, contrived, and written by an angry fanboy teenager. (laughs) Even Ben Affleck saw that, and thankfully Warner Brothers has given him the reins to pull Zack Snyder in and make a real movie. I would love to hear your thoughts on the next episode of Gutter Talk. Gutter Talk! (laughs) And that is from uh, Cleveland Oaks. Yeah! So Thanks, Cleveland Oaks! Yes. I'm a little sad that I wasn't mentioned, Cleveland Oaks. I was going to say, I'm going to edit in some crickets there. Um, I put my own in. Why? Why Why does everyone see a movie, right? All right, they saw one movie, they Mm -hmm. didn't like it. Right. And then they went on and on about how they didn't like it. Right. And then they saw a movie, and they liked it. Right. But they have to compare it to the movie they didn't like. Well, here's the thing. The fact is, Warner Brothers and now Disney are in a competition. It may not be straightforward, we have to beat you at the box office, although that's an important part of it. If they're both making billion dollars on every movie, then it's it's a smaller conversation. But really, this is the who's the best superhero movie creator contest. And there's people that are convinced that Warner Brothers doesn't worry about that shit, and they're convinced that Disney doesn't worry about that shit. And that's bullshit. They want to be seen as the premier superhero studio... Or they don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, if every movie you make gets enough bad reviews and it's linked with lower box office sales than you thought or you needed based on budget, there's going to be a conversation about the future of that franchise. Um, that doesn't answer my question. I'm talking about people, fans, going to see a movie. But when you've got people like Randy, Super Treble, convinced that there is no difference between the two families of movies at this point, and wanting to beat people down for suggesting that Batman Superman was less than stellar, mm-hmm. it's hard not to go, Civil War is what you were trying for. Mm-hmm. Civil War is what you would have liked to have put on the screen, Warner Brothers. Take a moment, take it in and go, all right, what can we do differently? And I think the first thing would be that whole just the vibe. Yeah. Everything was dark and gloomy, Batman v Superman. Even though there were some serious conversations and like bad shit happening in Civil War, most of the characters didn't lose their fun 
side. They're still friends. They're still dealing with these big things. But at the end of the day, it, it, it isn't. You said it. It isn't world-ending. And, and maybe that's when, when your bad guy is doomsday, you sort of have to have that world-ending feel. But everything so far on that side of the of the aisle, so to speak, has been that feel. And I'm I'm almost desperate now. You don't think that Age of Ultron is that feel? You don't think that the Chitari invasion has that feel? Like it's not like yes, but at the same time, but at the same time, you still have those moments that lighten it up. I regularly think back to the moment when, in the first Avengers movie, Cap jumps up on a car, looks down at a cop, and says, "Put people in, you know, get everybody out through the basements. Put people here, here, and here. Set up a perimeter, blah, blah, blah." And the cop goes, "Why am I going to listen to you?" Right. And the next moment, there's a huge attack. Cap. You know, keeps people from dying, and explosions go off, and he gets the bad guys, and the cop immediately stands up, walks forward, and starts throwing out the same exact orders. And again, it's it's a it's how you present it, it's it's timing, it's it's all these little things. But it was a moment where we get that sense of Cap's tactical genius, which we knew going in, we didn't need it shown to us, but some of the audience didn't know that. And, of course, characters in the movie wouldn't know that. Mm. So that was a great ha-ha kind of thing. Mm. You know, I enjoy that sort of feel. It's a different vibe. And I don't get that in Batman Superman. This right, but they're not giving it to you. That's why you're not getting it. Right. It's not like they were but giving it to point. you and failing. The they're only just saying, that's not what this movie is. But but it's like it's when you... You talk about, about Batman v Superman. Yes. Yeah, it's. Or Man of Steel. I, I sort of want those things, though. I want there to be those moments. Like then don't go, then don't go see DC movies because you're not going to get them unless unless the trailer looks okay, otherwise. Okay, okay, I understand. You see what I'm saying. Yeah, but I understand that. Okay, that's not what they they're giving us. Don't right? go. Don't go buy it. Don't go trying to eat a steak, and then. But I think I think if like, I was oh, fish, if right, I were going to a horror, fish. if I were going to a horror movie and said I wanted a comedy. That would be my my reaction. Don't go to a fucking horror movie. Right. It's not a comedy. But these are superhero movies. Right, but you know what they are going in. Everybody See, going the, into this movie who was upset at it knew what they were getting before they went and, and bought a ticket. Yeah, but here's the difference. The difference is that, um, one, first of all, why the comparisons between the two is because at their core, when you break that, strip away all the trappings, the stories of both films are so similar. Very, very similar. So it's yeah. hard not Absolutely. to yeah. compare them. Brother versus brother. It right. sort of makes you wonder how much how much parallel was there while they were being produced. Well, but but the whether po- whether there is or not, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but, it, but if you're a comic book fan, you're used to that because yeah. how many times does um, Marvel or DC come out with a big event and then the other has a similar event. I, yeah. Identity crisis. Identity disc. Yeah. Oh my Fuck you. God. Yeah. You know that what I mean? Horrible. Uh, uh, Batman dies. Captain America dies. Yeah. You know. And they're both time traveling deaths. Yeah. Exactly. You know, uh, on which you know their their sidekicks from death come back to yeah. take their places. Oh! You know what I mean? Oh, it's, it's so hurts. so so if you're an a comic book fan, you're used to the, those type of parallels. Yeah. So it's hard not to to draw those comparisons. While I understand what you're saying is that if you know you can tell from the trailer that Man of Steel and then Batman v Superman are not set up to be those same type of movies. Okay, that's fine. But then when you do go to that movie, if you're not going to give me if you're not going to give me what Marvel is giving me, then at least what you do 
do that well. Right. Okay. And that's where the f- problem lies. I'll give you that. They're not doing it well. If if that is the Superman that you want to present, is that is the Batman that you want to present, then at least do that well. The Marvel movies were going on at the same time that the Dark Knight movies were coming up or, or out, and you they couldn't have been further apart in yeah. look and feel. Yet you but at s- least two of them were good. At least two of them were good, and then the other one ran off with the hype. Which got it, got it to a billion dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Depending on which ones you think were t- good, um, and I think it was the first two. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> and I think the first one was the best. <laughs> but that notwithstanding, but but again, that's because those were well done. Yeah. Those movies were well done, as opposed to uh, Man of Steel, which doesn't feel it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. It, the the story there are there are plot holes in there there are jumps and logic there's motivations that don't seem to make any type of sense the characters don't seem to be well developed and there are questionable actions I mean you know there's a kiss that happens in, in the, the corpse, of, of, a corpse yeah. of a city yeah. you know what I mean where um, so if they're whatever they're giving us. They're not doing well. So then, when you then, then when you have two movies that come out back to back, that have similar storylines, and you can't help but draw the comparison. And then you figure you've got one movie in Civil War, which has characters that pretty much the the audience has had to learn and develop a love for over the last 15 movies starting with Iron Man because or, or, or however we counted them on spoiler feels, feels like 15 go. but yeah alright so, so over the last 12 movies <laughs> they've had to learn and develop this this love for these characters because the, the, the general public are not comic book readers they don't really give a damn about Captain America Iron Man whereas opposed you have another movie which have three characters or at least two characters in the main lead in the title who are probably up there in recognition with George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, which means that everyone going into that movie already has some type of preconceived notion of who these characters are. So when they don't even see any whiff of what they they preconceive those characters are in that film, and then they see the film is not well done, mm-hmm. thus they are going to be greatly disappointed go to Civil War, and it's like, my God, this is what we were hoping for over there. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the same thing, but something that is just as well done. Sure. And it's not. And, and don't get me wrong. The thing is, I want both franchises to kick ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because, because the better they do, the better their, their job is completed, the more superhero movies there will be. Mm-hmm. Yes. And since I enjoy that crap, I want there to be more superhero movies. Absolutely. Um, but it's it's tough. It really is tough not to go, wow, of 12 Marvel movies, I enjoyed 11 thoroughly or whatever the number is. And you go, wow, of two DC movies, I enjoyed... Half of one. Half of <laughs> one sort of sprinkle in a little bit from the second. And, and not make that comparison. Now, granted, yes, we are talking about a longer run for Marvel. And... A couple of them were 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 lucky. Mm-hmm. So you, you you do have to say opportunity is part of this, and mm-hmm. and you know. But they took their chances. 
they they had a couple of maybe hesitations or you know I don't think there's any bad Marvel movies. I, I think there's ones that just aren't as good. Right. right. Even but the good ones aren't. Even bad. the good ones aren't bad. Yeah. But or the bad ones aren't. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So, get it. but yeah, it sort of feels like it sort of feels like you want to knock on Warner Brothers' door and go, I, I got a friend down the street who who likes to make movies with his phone. Do you want to? You want to borrow him for the next one? Yeah. Because you just wonder if maybe a little something different might might kind of kick it up. Um, you know, the, one of the things you can go back to is is Batman v Superman's second week drop off. I, I believe I read that it was the largest in history. Um, that tells me that I have lots of people that agree with me that it's not. Now, we had a fun time with the movies that night. Yeah. There were many things in that movie that I enjoyed, and I just wish there was more of those things. Well, let's deal with a movie that had a lot of the things that you liked, Tim. At that, least three more things. At least like. three. Yeah. I counted. I counted two, but I could have been wrong. Yeah. So let's talk about Civil War. Civil War. What were, what were like, name three things in Civil War that just really just stood out for you? Um, I've got my three. Aunt May. <laughs> How did I know he was going to go sexy woman immediately? So no, you it's per- it's not just that. Although I agree, it's not just that Marissa Tomei looks amazing and is sexy with, as hell in this movie with her one little gray streak. It is. Ah! It is. <laughs> what what makes it better is Peter walking in and her and are we doing spoilers? I assume spoilers. Late enough. It's two weeks. Peter walking in. Tony and Aunt May are on the couch. Flirting, yeah. And Peter's like, uh, "You're Tony Stark, and uh, uh, what is going?" You know, that scene was so much fun for me because Tony's reacting the same way we would. Yeah. Because she looks amazing. It just, it was so much fun. It was, it was such a very natural kind of thing. It fit Tony. She's enjoying attention from the Tony Stark. Peter wants to talk to the genius Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. But he's busy flirting with Aunt May. Uh, this is this is so much fun. His whole yes. his whole geek like his geek cellular structure was just going into overload because right. he wanted to geek over Tony, but he also wanted to be kind of like, dude, you're hitting on my aunt. Hitting on my aunt. So I mean that it it was just one of those it's such a you have no idea this scene is dropped into the middle yeah. of this huge ongoing thing. Yeah. And it is so human and so so fun. But it's it's not just that it's it's also just Peter's portrayal. That, Tom Holland that does a great job. Kid yeah. is a total geek and I don't mean that in the negative way. I mean he is geeking out about everything and and thinks this is the greatest events of his life. And he's right. He's having so much fun. That was that was one of the other things, and it, it connects to Peter, Ant-Man, Spider-Man, as much as they're there to fight, it's a little more fun for them, I yeah, think. Yeah. They can't believe they got the call. Right. Yeah. And, and it, you know, that moment when Ant-Man steps out of the van, and there's Cap, and he's like, 
Thanks for the call. <laughs> and it was. It was sort I of that shaking your hand too much. That's right. It was, it was like, <laughs> And well, he continued shaking his right. hand. That's right. He just continued. You know, so much fun because not everybody is an Avenger. Yeah. Not everybody has done this before. And it's, it's fun to see those moments where, you know, yes, you're bringing Peter in, but you have to remember, he's a kid. He's, he's, he's new to this. You know, he, although we get the sense he's been fighting possibly, you know, street-level criminals, muggers, that kind of stuff, we don't really know what he's done, but you sure get the idea that he is not out in the big world right. superheroing for yeah. people's lives and such, you know. And he's still pre-suit. He's still, yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, really still sweatsuits. Really yeah. hasn't figured it all out yet. And, and you have to say, well, what would this kid be like? Uh, of course he'd be just grinning ear to ear the whole time he's fighting. And you can get that sense even behind a mask. Yeah. You know he's having a good time. And, you know, and, and he brings up Star Wars references yeah. during the fight. I mean, just... And... and Everybody flipped. <laughs> they flipped. You remember that old movie? Yeah. <laughs> um, but then there's, there's also things like, I'm curious about the relationship between... Wanda and Vision. All right, Tim. Before you touch on everything, three things. That's what we need. Cause they gotta, we got to get it from JD. We got to leave something okay. for us. Okay. Was Marissa First Tomei. one, but we'll say introduction to Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Okay. okay. So then we'll say Wanda and Vision's relationship. Okay. Yes, that was kind of cool. That was really cool. And I'm just curious <laughs> about in the movies yeah. what we're doing. I like Vision I, walking around in his sweater. Isn't that amazing? Yes. <laughs> and and in case yeah. you don't know, kids, that was like. The 60s for the vision. That was just his outfit. Yes, he was. When he wasn't superheroing, he was in a sweater. My question is, I don't understand how the Scarlet Witch beat him. She altered his mass. Yes. And then made him crash through a whole bunch of... uh, She kept him solid and then had him crash through a whole bunch of floors. Yes. But he's still an android. Why didn't he just get back up and fly up? Do you you want an idea? Did you see the color of the gem change while she was attacking? Yeah, no. I think she knew. She like so. How was how according to what we've seen? How was her power developed from the gem? That was the gem that Strucker was using oh, to give her and Quicksilver powers. It's now embedded. That's what what Ultron used to create Vision. It's now in his head. Somehow she's manipulating. She the gem. took control of the gem. Holy shit! She may not have even realized that's what she was doing, but the result was, yeah, she's messing with his mask. Boom, 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 boom. And just nice little one one word sentence about the vision alluding to you know you know in time I will control yeah. this gem, yeah. Yeah. which then kind of like pays forward in yes. that scene. Yes. You know what I mean? And it, there's there's a couple of things where you you sort of have to go back and. And kind of rewind and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm going to see this a I'm second time. I'm excited to see it again. Yeah. And this will make a whole lot of difference. But, um, and then number three. Oh, the Dora Milaje, Panthers' oh. personal guard. Oh, move or be moved or something. Oh yes. man. And, and and again, everybody I've seen that's referenced it picks a different side of who would who would mop up the floor. But the mere fact that they exist. Yeah. And again, yes, they're gorgeous. There but was that's, only one. Though, there's right? only there's, one. There's, there. there was yeah. only but one there. There's always more than one. They're a, they're a group, okay. but he he often I think in the books he usually had two right with him, mm-hmm. but there were more okay. available. But it's not just that they're gorgeous because of course they're all gorgeous because they're supposed to be because they're with the king all the time, but the presence, the power that they project in just one shot, yes, was good enough for me, yep. and I cannot wait. To see, there's going to be a scene 
not the big fight scene in, in, in the upcoming Black Panther movie. There's going to be a scene where the Dora Milaje have to deal with somebody. Yep. And it's going to be like three seconds of glint on metal and somebody's going to be dead. And people are going to go, oh, shit. I'm, I'm ready for that. I'm ready to see that now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was boss. Yeah. That, was, that was all that her strutting up in that dress. But I, but I, loved, I loved the two of them, mm. her and Black Widow, looking at each other. You know, Black Widow being like a foot shorter. Mm. Probably not that much. But them glaring each other down. Because, you know, both of them were pretty sure they could win that fight mm-hmm. if it came to it. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm really sort of curious. I'm not sure how it would go. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I love that T'Challa knows it's entertaining as this would be. <laughs> we have other That's things right. to attend to. Uh, you know what was one of the cool things for me about this movie was um, the whole aspect of uh, uh, of Cap knowing that you know, spoiler alert, that Bucky had killed Tony's parents. Now I know some people like were calling shenanigans on that, even though it's a it's not said outright, but it's alluded to in Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yeah, right. The coolest part about that is the fact that it's in Winter Soldier, and when that scene happens. If you're a comic book fan, while you're watching the screen, all you're seeing down on the bottom is a little caption that says, see Captain America, Winter Soldier. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Um, But if if you're just a casual movie fan, you are, because you're so invested in the movie, you are either just going along with the ride and not even noticing it, Or you're with someone, he's like, did he know? It's like, yeah, they mentioned the other movies. Like, oh, wow. Or you're like, when did that happen? I want to go see the other movie. Mm-hmm. They don't overly explain it. No. They, they, they have, are now have enough confidence that they've brought enough people along for the ride on all these movies that if you don't know it, the person to your left or right knows it, <laughs> and they're going to quickly, because they're going to notice the, yeah. the look on your face and be like, don't worry, it happened in the other movie. Yeah. They, are t- they know that they are talking to a community that yeah. have bought into what they are doing, that are reading the comics mm-hmm. of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Nice. Yeah. And, it is j- and I just was like, huzzah, mm-hmm. huzzah. Then my second... Um, thing that like just blew my mind. I really did like the Spider Man, but I don't want I don't want to co op your Spider Man. <laughs> but even though Spider Man did have like one of the best lines in the movie, it's like, you know, that shield just defies all laws of physics. It's so so true. It was so damn true. Um, but the whole scene. When they are racing along the streets, they are chasing one another, and Bucky knocks that boy off the motorcycle and jumps onto the motorcycle (laughs) in one move. I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) Remember in... uh, Avengers 2? No, I was gonna say. Remember in Dark Knight when uh, when the tongue when the the, the the bike goes yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. 
This the whole theater lost it. Yes, this puts that to shame. <laughs> this puts that whole that shit was like, oh my god! Like if they had went to sl- like showed it again in slow motion, yeah. everybody would be like, thank you. Like a replay. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Oh my god! It was so. See, it was to so- me, my my version of that was in Avengers two in the beginning when they're in the forest and. Uh, I think Captain America is riding a motorcycle, and he literally just flips over and throws the motorcycle. Yeah, the right, or something. yeah, I do. I do remember that. That was my favorite. That was the reason why. I, and I, I do remember that scene. The reason why I don't like that scene as much is because that whole scene in that in that uh, movie felt very CG to me. Okay. Yeah, it did. This, yeah, it did. in some type of way, I don't know the way it was filmed or whatever. This it. If they told me this was pra- he did it, I would have like, yeah, of course, I seen it because it looked it looked <laughs> like right practical, there. you know what I mean? Um, and then my scene number two A, I'm sorry, two A because I got to go there. Giving me shit. It, it, look, man, you just gave us a little. <laughs> yeah. It was um was uh, uh um Sharon Carter and Black Canary versus Winter Soldier yeah. in the mall because right. they were going at it, but. He, what I liked is that the movie and he did not treat this like he was fighting two women. No, right. he was fighting right. two warriors. warriors, and he was handling them like a warrior because he mollywopped the hell out of Black Canary yeah. into yeah. that table like, bang, 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 yeah. and she was like, motherfucker. Yeah, yes. I do, I do want to let you know though, you're calling her Black Canary. Oh, I did, Black Widow. Yeah. Black Widow. I'm That's sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Which is not a shot at either. No, not at all. Character, but yeah. Black Widow. Oh, that fight was nasty. Oh, it was nasty. three. Number three, and I can't believe. There's no two B. No. Okay. <laughs> but number three, and I can't believe I geeked as much as I did for this. But there was motherfucking giant oh, man yeah. in the movie. <laughs> you guys are taking all my stuff. The best part is JD didn't see it coming. He didn't know what I had heard was it. Oh, that's do. not true. There was a Lego set months ago, and I had seen Giant Man in it. And I said, "Oh shit, Giant Man's gonna be. That's pretty cool." <laughs> and then he's talking. He's on his way there, and he's like, "I'm gonna try something, guys. It might tear me in half." And I was like, "What is he?" Holly, <laughs> <laughs> dang it! I just don't know. What <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit, Giant Man!" <laughs> yeah, still surprised me. That was epic, but it was cool. It, it was, was cool. cool. That was cool, yeah. like Spider Man crawling on his on his lens. Yeah, Dude. that was dope. Oh, so great. So now I have to do three that you, you guys did. We haven't touched Spider Man's my guy, fuckers. Yeah, I was um, mad at you for taking Spider Man, man. Yeah. You know that was. Uh, but it, it, I think mine are more moments, mm-hmm. uh, small moments. Yeah. Um, like uh, thanks for thanking of me. Yeah. And um, uh, the moment between Cap and Spidey. Where they're finished up their battle. Oh, yeah. Spidey's sort of just trapped holding a plane. something, a plane yeah. or something. And Cap goes, you got heart, kid. Where are you from? Queens. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> that's lovely. Um, I thought that was amazing. Uh, I really liked, I was going to say Giant Man. Bucky versus Falcon. Yeah. Can you move your seat up? No. No. <laughs> And and I've been in those cars. I, I know exactly what. Yeah, I love that. Like this sort of jealousy that they both yeah. have because they're both Cap's best, best friend. friend. Right. New best friend versus old best friend. Ah, uh, that there was. There's such a realism to that, and and an emotion to that yeah. that I think everyone can equate with. Like they sort of uh, have to. They sort of have to be buddies, yeah, but, but at the same oh, time, I just yeah. don't like you. Um, uh, yeah, it's stuff like that that I think really pulled the movie, and obviously. We were saying about talking about this earlier, the fact that none of that happened in BBS. 
Right. And those are the mo- those are the moments that I wish were in that movie because those are the ones that I identify most with, and those are the ones that give me the most joy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think three is more is is a bigger thing. I sat in Avengers one. With the biggest, dumbest grin on my face the entire <laughs> film, I, I was drooling. Like, I wasn't, I mean, it was crazy how dumb I looked. Um, and I recognized it. And I was like, I'm never going to get this again. Mm. This is the first time that we've seen all of these characters mm. in one movie. That's fine. And I kind of got it again this time. Because you got Black Panther and Spidey showing up, who we haven't seen yet, and Ant Man and Giant Man, <laughs> and all the, oh, and. Giant, I'm sorry, Ant-Man on the Arrows? Yes. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. I was still geeking out. I had a giant, dumb look on my face. And top to bottom, it was a bucket of fun. Um, I, I do wish that there was... All right, I think I may have said this on the other show. Halfway through, I go, oh, shit. So everything we see in the trailers is just the beginning, the first half yeah. of the movie. Yeah, We've got a whole nother... They're heading out to, to fight this other battle with all these other Buckies, Winter Soldiers. <laughs> right. Um, there's a whole nother movie coming. Yeah. No, there's not. There was a red herring. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I respect a good red herring. But I was also like, oh, okay, so there really is no plot to this. There's really just the accords that we're, we're going to punch each other over. But it was, it was funny because I sort of... There was a part of me that went, oh... So we're going to team up to go get the other bad guys, mm-hmm. and then we're all cool. That I'm was my, that was my that. fear, and we get to that point where we don't do that, and I went, oh, okay, all right, that's not what I expected. Mm-hmm. I really didn't expect Zemo to kill the other Winter Soldiers. Yeah. No, nobody did. So, so I'm like, oh, well, this is this is different. This mm-hmm. is good. Yeah, yeah it was that, different, but it was also lacking a point. But you're right, they, but, it, but it sort of forced us back to that personal... Because it was it was looking like it was going to open up into more of an uh, Avengers sort of yeah. we take on the bad guy sort of thing, yeah. and again as much as I sort of expected that and might have been okay with it, that's not what this is supposed to be about. This is supposed to be about them dividing, yeah. not coming together. This forced it back into personal country and it forced it back into personal country and it also um, it also cemented. Uh, Zemo's story and that yeah. his story wasn't about unleashing holy hell mm-hmm. it was about breaking you you guys up by any means necessary right. because of what you did to me yep. right. what you did to my family because when you realize that for that whole movie he's been talking to a recording of his wife mm-hmm. yeah. and, you're, and, and you realize that this is personal for him yeah. this is I mean it's maybe it's probably comic book logic that he's able to do everything that he does, mm-hmm. but it still rings true because I can understand mm-hmm. why he's doing this. And another badass moment is that at the end, every character in this movie is true to who they we are know supposed them to, to be. Yeah. know them to be, mm-hmm. and as the movie sets them up to be, because the movie does set some people up to sure. be, you yeah. know, slightly askew. Including especially Black Panther, mm-hmm. in that at the end he is not going to let dude take him out. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be about the pettiness that's going on between Captain America. He knows that Captain America and Winter Soldier are are taking it, taking Iron Man to the woodshed. Mm-hmm. No, he knows the big the, the the real battle is here with Zemo yeah. and making sure that this man who took took out my father. Um, pays for what he does and that's where he's going to go and then where he sees him about to take himself out he's like no 
that's too easy. No, mm-hmm. we're not going to do that. And he stops that bullet. And, yeah. and I like that he is allowed to have that moment. Mm-hmm. It's akin to in the most recent um, Marvel Secret Wars thing where it's Black Panther who you know mind is used to reshape the world or yeah. whatever they say happened. It's like you you allow this character give him. Uh, importance, relevance in this story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I really did like that. And then it goes back to the stars of the story, Captain America and Iron Man going at it and everybody thinking that Cap is about to like like decapitate mm-hmm. Iron mm-hmm. Man. I was like, yo! I yeah, wait a minute. Oh, God. Yo. <laughs> I'm, the little girl came out in me. <laughs> When Chris Evans held on to a part of the building oh, and yeah. held on to a helicopter, ah. and I was like, "Oh Lord, yeah. that's a that's a powerful looking man." Right I, I uh, on several occasions, I have to say, somebody needs to pat that man on the back. Yes, because, uh, and again, I realize that when you've when you've got a career and you need to look a certain way, you can. You can get that done. But to effectively be doing the Iron Cross, a very difficult gymnastics move, sure, faked, but holding onto a rail and holding onto the the feet of a helicopter. Holy crap. Yeah. And it looked real. It did. It looked like he was keeping that helicopter. But you buy into it because... You as much as this is it. an Avengers movie and, you know, and, and you run the risk with somebody like uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark kind of like stealing a lot mm-hmm. of the moments in there. I don't think he did. And, and, and I don't yeah. think he did either. Yeah, not this one. But you, Chris Evans, as much as Robert Downey Jr. embodies Iron Man, Chris Evans just, he is Captain America. Mm-hmm. I, I will, I don't, it'll be a long time before I see anybody else. Yeah. As Captain America. I really wasn't sure when I saw him the first time. And, and I it wasn't, you know... Maybe when I heard about it. And I was right, like, I'm not sure. Because you're coming off of Johnny Storm. I, I, maybe, and, and, and I thought and he kicked, I thought yeah. he kicked oh, yeah, ass yeah, yeah. as Johnny Storm. I really enjoyed his Johnny yeah. Storm. And and this is like a completely different kind of character. And I'm going, I, I don't know if I if I get it. Yeah. And I was wrong. I was yeah, super. not even... Not even close. Not even a question. And uh, I'm I'm perfectly happy with with the cap we have. Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought for sure someone was getting it in this movie. Oh, honestly, I didn't think everyone was going to make it. That was my assumption yeah. because and some of this is business. We talk about how you know the business world impacts story sometimes in comics. I was starting to wonder if we were going to lose either Iron Man or Cap. Yeah. And it's all based on contracts and right. what yeah, the, actors about the actors. Because and how we've long been doing we've it. talked about. These guys can't be these characters forever. Right. And you look for moments along the, the future path where things could change, whether it's somebody's face or does this character even exist anymore? Is it another another character taking their role? Yeah. You know, the, the Bucky Cap sort of thing. And I thought this would have been a perfect moment to, and, and maybe shock Pass us, buck, yeah. to kill Iron Man. Oh wow! And then, well, they even gave him that line about his arm. Like, oh, my, is my arm supposed to tingle? Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, like there's moments that make you think he's on the verge of dying anyway, and maybe this is Robert Downey Jr.'s way out. Yeah. Right, right, right. Of the franchise, right. but again, that's just my outside thinking affecting it. I was sort of happy the way it ended. I was okay 
with there not being a dramatic death. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it didn't. It didn't hurt. It didn't hurt me. It didn't hurt the. I felt the story. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't have been shocked if somebody went down. Am I correct? Wasn't Rhodey at one time paralyzed in the comics? I can't remember if he was. I know Tony was at one point. I thought at one time something happened to him. It, I don't remember Rhodey going down, but that was a rough tumble, man. There was well, that was a hell of a fall. Everybody in the theater went. Well, and, and hit. Yeah, man. In case you haven't read it. There's from Free Comic Book Day on Saturday. There's a preview of Civil War Two, the comic, and in it, it's it's like the beginning of the story. Rhodey takes a beating as War Machine, and I was putting two and two together and thinking it equaled four. And I thought, oh, maybe they're going to kill Rhodey in the comic, and maybe that means like the trailer sort of hints at, yeah. Rhodey dies in the movie. And this, I thought maybe that was what threw Tony over the oh, edge. Yeah. Mm. You are out of control, even though it was Vision who shot. But you're out of control. This is too much. Look, he's dead. I have to take you down. I was pleasantly surprised that he wasn't dead, yeah. just because I love the character. Um, Plus now you get Tony Stank. Oh God! Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's so fun, and it's it's great because like you can see how vulnerable Rhodey is at that moment, trying to force himself to to learn to walk again, and of course Stan shows up and Tony Stank, and suddenly Rhodey's back in control, and I love it. I love that moment. It's so great. There's a lot of moments like that in this movie. It's a bucket of fun, uh, top to bottom. I I think it was great. Just under just under um, I'm gonna say Winter Soldier for me. Where's the rank for you guys? Let's wrap it up. I would put it... Uh, it's my favorite Marvel movie. Um, Winter Soldier... I think Winter Soldier is a better, more engrossing story for me. But the fun moments and action of this, along with a still a very good story, just elevate it. Right on. I, I might have to agree with you. I, 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 think, I think Civil War is at the top right now, but again, it's closest in my memory right um but i think it's it's that there's all so many of the things that have done well in the other marvel movies were included in this one it sort of feels like a culmination even though it's not necessarily a culmination and all of the characters and extra characters and and new relationships and different things i I think this might be winning at the moment my favorite one is going to be spider-man (laughs) <laughs> Spider-Man: Homecoming when that comes out. I'm I'm, uh, now. I'm I'm thinking Black Panther might be my my favorite just because of the the hints that we've seen. Well, you can uh, tweet at us at PopTardsGo or at Black Tribbles. Yep. Uh, let us know your top three Marvel movies currently. See where this one falls in your list if it does fall there at all in your top three. Um, you can email us at info at poptardsgo.com or blacktribbles at gmail.com. Yep. Thank you so much for everybody who wrote in. We love it. It gives us something to, to look forward to and to talk about, so keep those coming in. And uh, we will talk at you later. Tim Phil. <laughs> the daddy!